0: So welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht.
1: And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht.
0: And this is 5-Minute Marriage.
1: Today's Bible verse comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4-7. to seven.
0: okay i i always do that after you read you it. always say
1: mm. i know i say mm. we were kind of making fun of you on the last recording yeah and you said i wish i could do that
0: i was gonna not do that today <laughs> and i did it again i'm like <laughs> maybe mm. one day it sounds like our granddaughter whenever yeah, she wants something, she wants she a goes, cookie mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so our marriage prayer today is the incomparable power of prayer yes i love it yeah one thing that's really interesting about prayer that that really hit me this year was when I was writing about um, Zacharias and Elizabeth. and when Zacharias went into the temple, um, the angel had said to him, "Thy prayer is heard." And this was yeah. a prayer that he was likely praying already a long time ago, maybe not even that day. It was that Years they would ago, have maybe. a child. Yeah. And now now he, this guy's old. And his wife is old already. So it's not likely that they're praying for that at that time still. Right. But here's the cool thing about prayer is that something you might have prayed about five years ago, you might've prayed about it 10 years ago. You know, you're asking God to protect your marriage or to protect your husband. Those prayers don't ever expire. And I love that about God, Mm -hmm. that he keeps all of our prayers and he watches over you, whether I asked you asked him to watch over you just now, or I asked him to watch over you yesterday. Mm-hmm. The, the prayers are so powerful, and sometimes I think we forget how powerful our prayer life is and how important it is to our marriage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one thing that's important to say right up front on, on prayer is that um, prayer isn't about getting what you want. And so um, that's called supplications. When you're asking for something, If you're asking God for something in prayer. And there's there's a a long list of people who have asked for prayer and felt that they had not had an answer to that prayer. And um, no answer to a prayer can be an answer to the prayer because God is not always going to give you what you want. And mm-hmm. when and when you want it, right? And so, prayer. Sure, there is that component of prayer, but prayer goes a lot deeper than that. And prayer is what what is used for us to focus back onto God, and to give God the glory and to give God thanks. And it is that that communication. God speaks to us in His Word. We speak with God through prayer. You know, and so it's a lot more than just asking God for something, but it's also an opportunity to pray for others. And, uh, in that, that is a labor of love is praying for others, taking the Mm -hmm. time, you know, and praying for people that is exactly that. That's exactly what builds our faith, our relationship with God, and makes us a lot stronger. So prayer is definitely something we need to be doing if we're going to have a strong relationship with God.
0: And that's what Jesus was doing in the Garden of Gethsemane. Exactly. He was praying for the the people. Yeah, you know, I pray that they all may be one. And this is really interesting that there were three prayers in the Garden of Gethsemane, and there were also three prayers on the cross. Yeah. Do you remember what the three prayers on the cross were, or do you want me to tell you?
1: You just tell me.
0: Okay. One I don't of them. trust
1: myself just off the cuff like that.
0: Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. So our prayers, when I, when I see that kind of prayer that Jesus had, it doesn't just have to be like, you know, I'm going to have this prayer time in the morning i'm going to have this prayer time in the evening it can also be you know a sentence here and there throughout your day like that it is almost like jesus just prayed as as though because he was so that when i say as though i mean because um, that God was with him at all times. And he yeah. would just, you know, so it's speak just a continuation
1: of the prayer. If he just said one sentence, it was a, be, a continuation yeah. of what he had said. It's before. not like I,
0: I'm closing this yeah. and I'm going to talk to you again tonight, Lord. It was like, no, Father, I'm talking to you throughout the day. So here yeah. was another one that he prayed My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Mm-hmm. And then he prayed, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. Depends, though, if you're singing the song, then into your hands I commend my spirit, O oh Lord. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And there's, here's a bunch of other times that he prayed. He prayed at his baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, he had regular withdrawals from the crowds where he went off to pray. Yep. After healing people in the evening in Mark chapter 1, before walking on water, before choosing the 12, before Peter's confession,
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the transfiguration, before teaching his disciples the Lord's Prayer, and Jesus says that he has prayed for Peter's faith, yeah. and there's another example again of praying for someone else.
1: That's right, that it would not fail.
0: Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's one of the greatest gifts that you can bring into your marriage. You know, when I was young, I had this hope chest where I had like an old Um, frying pan, and I had a blanket, and I had some glasses that, you know, things that people gave to me that I had planned, I am going to bring this into our marriage. But even more important than that is that if we can bring prayer into our marriage, pray for your spouse even before you're married, and continue praying for your spouse when you are married, because that is a powerful force. And it's a gift that you bring to your marriage. And it's, something that I think if we really, really saw how incredible this was or understood how incredible it was, we would never cease to pray mm-hmm. because we yeah. get to pray to the King of all kings and the Lord of lords. And and yet we don't even think about it. Sometimes we say, well, all there is left to do now is pray. You know, it's yeah, like a last resort and that's yeah. a horrible kind that's of terrible. mindset to have yeah. when we should be going to God always first and saying, wow, I get to pray now. I get to bring God into my day and just continue to bring him in throughout the day.
1: Well, the other thing too, is if you leave a prayer to the end and you say, well, I guess all we can do now is pray. It's probably not going to be all that effective if it's your last yeah. resort and you're not really meaning it. You sometimes
0: know? though, in the defense of people who say that, sometimes it's just, Also, just a saying, you know, I don't think people often mean that. That is
1: absolutely true. You know,
0: I think it's meaning sort of like we're at the end of our rope, but we don't lose hope. And that's what it should, you know, what it should mean. So we should have a better way of saying it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the marriage prayer. All right. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we've read about the incomparable power of prayer. We've heard countless stories about people who trusted you and remain steadfast in prayer. We've heard about the wondrous ways you have answered, and we've seen your hand at work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and grace. May we never forget that prayer is an important part of both our relationship together and our relationship with you. May we never cease to pray. Give us the strength to persist in prayer when we're weary. Grant us with patience to trust in your will, whatever may come. Remind us daily to fervently pray for our marriage and to passionately pray for each other. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.